cousin Jared. Happy belated birthday to you. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. We celebrated your birthday by giving you the night off. So yes, that that was very much appreciated. Uh, but the other thing that y'all did was give out some winners. So yes. I am also appreciative of that. Uh, I almost enjoyed the winners as much as I enjoyed the bluey themed birthday party um, that my my daughter gave me. And so yeah, it, it was a good day all around yesterday. That sounds absolutely precious. Um, it was. We uh, it, it, the tough part here is you know, we're, we're big on transparency. All the results can be found uh, in tabs. It's a very intense sheet. You can find that link uh, just on the show, on the, on the website, pickswiththeprofessor.com. Um, it's hard. I like to talk about that, but we're at a point now only one of the three games has happened from yesterday. So like you're talking, like we record this at a weird time. Like you're talking about yeah, the winners yeah. from yeah, Tuesday where we swept yeah. the board Wednesday. You're gonna, so people will be watching this and it's like, we don't even yeah. know how those games have gone. So hopefully they've gone yeah. well. Um, yeah. it, it gets kind of awkward here. It's like, uh, we, we sometimes recorded it last year, recorded like even earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. And then it's like not even a single thing. It started. We've done it where it's like later. So we've kind of just done some yep. times, but uh, we're kind of like keeping track of things. Like as the night progresses here, uh, it's playing out in front of our eyes. And then of course you viewer will watch, um, you know, sometime after that, but uh, yep. college basketball coincides nicely with your birthday uh, coming around, you know, yes. sort of yes. uh, you know, this will be an interesting show. We've in the past, we've more brought you on kind of after football season for mm-hmm. these and you've had some time to see how the model handles these teams. I've yep. long told people that I think your biggest strength and your asset at your mm-hmm. asset to this, this program, because you know, you follow the model as much as anybody and can really pick out its strengths and its weaknesses and improve upon its performance by the things that you see in it. And now we're starting a whole new season and it's like, do we remember how last year's stuff teams went like does does any of that carry over like we don't really know at this point we're kind of like a little bit blind right yeah we're still we're still figuring some things out but i would say that in general sideline has done really well at the beginning of the season is kind of regardless and so that's definitely one thing to lean on but it definitely has some uh biases that i Mm. think even early in the season Mm. you can identify there are just certain teams that it is in love with and that's mainly what i would say more so than like teams it just absolutely hates uh the teams that it just loves to a degree that is unhealthy um almost uh i, I can definitely point some of those out and that will kind of come through because generally we, we will choose not to talk about those teams because we know maybe sideline isn't the best on that and so we'll say hey may want to you know save that for later not discuss that one tonight yeah and that is generally why we come on here we try to talk about uh, some b or c grades that we think have value the a grades even though the model sometimes is in love with those teams a lot of times the a grades the difference between the price uh and what the model thinks is so big that even with that bias we talk about it's still probably a good play um but it might not be a good play on the b and c grades that's why we kind of have a discerning eye and look at those college basketball is always interesting because the slate sizes are so different monday of course was just a billion games and then tuesday wednesday had almost nothing thursday slate here a little bit deeper we had a few more things to choose from i believe we've got eight a grade picks over for the people mm-hmm. on dub club. So, I mean, uh, should be a nice yeah. little night here for us, hopefully. Uh, yep. again, if you want to sign up for that dub club and get those a grade picks that sign up link is in the show description. Uh, also for our dub clubbers, we will have a study hall tonight. Cousin Jared, you and I will talk college football every single game. Once we're done recording yeah. this show. So no extended cut here for college basketball, because we're about to just lose our voices talking about college football. And again, if you want that yep. content, 
Also, Dunk Club is the place to be. Anything else to mention before we dive into these games? Let's get to it. All right, let's do it. James Madison starting us off here with a massive win over Michigan State. Uh, shocking a lot of people there. Kent State. Kent State was a fun team to back last year in the MAC. They were a very solid team. These are two very decent basketball teams here. Uh, James Madison on the strength of that win now moves into the top 100. Kent State, solid, but just on the outside of the top 100. Sideline says James Madison is the slightly better team on the road, makes this pretty close to a coin toss. So we're going to take James Madison at plus 143. It is B grade value. Cousin Jared, tell us more. The reason that you're not getting an extended cut uh, of this is because when we start talking about James Madison, I want to talk about their issues on third down. And I was thinking this, defense, I was, this is yeah. going to be a blowout. Kent State is a terrible team. Like they cannot yes. move the, but Kent yes. State's getting, getting drubbed right now by Bowling Green in football. So yeah. yes. I was thinking the same thing. Like if this was a football game, this would be a terrible matchup. As a basketball game, I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah, 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 definitely. And so until football season ends, it's going to be difficult to keep it all compartmentalized, which which a sport, sport that we're talking about here. So honestly, I was looking at this earlier today as a, a dub club member. I was looking at these projections when they came out, and I was thinking, wow, look, a pick them. I can't wait to back Kent State. What a letdown spot for James Madison. Mm -hmm. That big win against Michigan State. Mm -hmm. I'll be damned if there is not still value on James Madison. Um, mm -hmm. So I actually flip this around and say, people – what did you not watch the game between yeah. Michigan State? This James Madison team is good, and sure, I thought for sure I was going to be getting plus odds yeah. with Kent State here after at home. Yeah, after what we saw from from James Madison, but but no, I'm getting plus odds with James Madison, and again, they're a good team. They've been good for a couple of years now. They play they play fast. Uh, you know, even for playing fast, they have an above average defense. Uh, it's really a, a well rounded team, one that I think has a great shot to make the tournament. Uh, come come March. Why Maybe. are they getting? I'm not yeah. sure if they'll be eligible because the same issue with them in football, right? That's a whole. Well, thing. the football team actually just uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? They appealed again they appealed for a second again, time. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah. and the NCAA said that they would hear their case. So, like, anyway, whatever. Oh, That's neither here nor there. That's all yeah. stupid. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, James Madison, good team. Just beat Michigan State. Can't believe I'm getting them at, yeah. at plus odds here. Was completely ready to fade them. Uh, yeah. But, same. But come on, guys. I mean. The team just beat a really good Michigan State team. And, you know, I think the uh, thing, of course, to remember is that w we can be both disappointed in Michigan State and say maybe they have some flaws and maybe they were overrated to start the season. And, and the model has definitely dropped them a lot from that performance because it wasn't a good performance. But we can also be as impressed with James Madison and, and consider the fact that they were a good team to us last year that the model, that the mm -hmm. market did not respect. And we backed them a lot. Uh, yeah. on A grades last year. It wasn't every single game, but it was like, I think in about half their games, we had an A grade and I'm pretty sure we won, you know, two thirds, yeah. three quarters. I mean, they made us a lot of money last year because the same thing, they just were being disrespected relative to how good they were. They weren't like the best team ever, but you know, they weren't, right. being, they weren't as bad as the market thought. And it sounds almost the same thing here um, after that opening night win. Uh, plus 143 offers pretty good value here. The A grade threshold for this is plus 158. So we're still 15 cents away from that A grade value. Uh, so I don't think we'll see that. But we have seen some really crazy line moves in college basketball here um, to start the season. So, I mean, honestly, you never know what this number is going to do. We always talk about just, you know, get it early and, and move on with life because you yeah. never know where the number is going to go. Uh, that should be a really interesting game. I think we're going to close with a really interesting game. We are sandwiching it with 
Not an interesting game. Cal State Northridge and <laughs> Idaho. This will be absolutely terrible basketball. Idaho is one of the worst teams in the country. Cal State Northridge is also decidedly not very good. The model thinks Northridge should be favored, but only by a small amount, but they're favored by a decent amount. Mm-hmm. We're on Idaho plus 152 as a B grade because this is probably my favorite B grade on the board <laughs> simply because I love me and anything close to a pick em at plus 150. I mean, it's really just that simple. I, I don't know what your thoughts on it are. Yeah. So um, in, in the exhaustive research that I did for this show, um, I went back and looked at Cal State Northridge's schedule from uh, last season. Mm. Uh, take a guess at how many road games they won last year. I'm going to guess like none. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. They, yeah. they won zero road games last yeah. year. Uh, Idaho, not an easy place to travel to. We think about it more in, or at least I think about it more in, in college football. When you think about the elements going to altitude is, you know, is it Florida in the summer where it's hot and humid and everything, but mm, yeah, uh, you, yeah. you, you made a good point before we came on that home court advantage in college basketball is uh, even more important for a various a sundry of reasons. Um, but I can't imagine that getting to Moscow, Idaho is an easy trip. Um, for for uh, Cal State Northers there, uh, combined with the fact, like you mentioned, they're they're not very good and didn't win a game on the road last year. Uh, I agree with you. The price on Idaho seems a little bit uh, too good to to pass up in this spot. Again, two bad teams, uh, but you got home court advantage, getting good plus odds. Sign me up. I'm curious if anyone actually knows the answer to this question of our viewers because I don't know how you get to Moscow, Idaho. If you're a school like Cal State Northridge, who presumably does not have, I, maybe I'm wrong. I presume they don't have the athletic budget to to charter a jet and private mm-hmm. jet that into Moscow, Idaho. Maybe they do, mm-hmm. but also does Moscow, Idaho have an airport with a runway long enough to handle a private jet? Like honestly, like I don't know how you get into Moscow, Idaho. It's like a tiny little town. Are you flying mm-hmm. into like Spokane? Are you flying into like Boise? If you're flying to Boise, that's like a six-hour bus ride after that, like or yeah. five-hour bus, I mean, whatever it is, like. It ain't close. So, like, however you're getting there, like, unless Cal State Northridge has the budget and Moscato has a runway long enough to handle that thing, like, yeah, how you're getting there is going to be really tough. And that's really the bottom line here is that Idaho at home, uh, you know, this is one of their few chances of the season for a win. They're probably going to end up winning, yeah. like, five games all season. And this is one of their great chances to get a win. And uh, yeah. against a team, like you pointed out, that has uh, had zero road wins last season. Um, The other thing that I would point out about this game is that Cal State Northridge likes to play extremely fast. Idaho likes to play fairly slow. So if the home team has any ability to control the pace in this game and get Northridge off of their game, that could really lead to a lot of problems because the styles are very different. And so uh, I'm not sure if Northridge can handle slowing down to Idaho's level. Um, Cousin Jared, uh, any other points to make about a must see game that honestly I hope isn't on TV because it seems like it would be terrible to watch. I mean, I, I don't really have any good points to make, but like Cal state Northridge won four conference home games last year. So it, it's not like they were just, you know, uh, they were a bad team, but they just weren't awful. It's not like they won one game last year. And so this road mm-hmm. thing is just really strange. Like, I don't know how you win four conference games at home and you go over on the road, but to your point, home court advantage, more important in college basketball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, a late one here, 10 p.m. Eastern, New Mexico and St. Mary's, probably the game of the night. Two teams that uh, Sideline has ranked in the top 35. Uh, St. Mary's at home, 
should be favored, but New Mexico being the slightly better team means they've got a chance. It should be close. It's interesting because Jared, I'm thinking like my brain is still having a hard time thinking about college football because in college football, the difference between number 25 and number 33, especially with college football home field advantage being less than college mm-hmm. basketball, the difference between 25 and number 33 would probably be a coin toss and number 25 might actually be favored. But in college mm-hmm. basketball, the difference between 25 and 33 is almost nothing. And you've got a right. larger court advantage. So we still think St. Mary's should be favored. But as we often say, maybe not by this much. We're going to take the plus odds mm-hmm. in New Mexico. Plus 180 is a B grade. Because, Andrew, I think of this as a suite of picks. And we've got the A grades over on Dub Club. And we're just trying to add as many good plus 140s, plus 150s, plus 180s that we can and just say, hey, if we just go 500 on these, we're going to make a killing. We are not trying to win them all. We know we cannot win them all. Um, that's not possible. If you're looking for someone who's going to give you 100% winners, if you are good luck, we know we're going to lose some. So we are going to be very price sensitive here and try to take good value picks and know that winning even half works out well. We think New Mexico's close enough to 50-50 to be worth it here at plus 180. Cousin Jared, what do you got? You, you mentioned a little bit towards the end of our analysis of Cal State Northridge and Idaho that it was kind of a, a clash of styles and who oh boy, uh, clash of styles in this one. Uh, New mm, Mexico wants to so. go, yeah, wants to go as quick as humanly possible, and St. Mary's wants to grind this down to absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah. I think whoever controls the pace of this game is the one that ultimately ends up winning. And in my experience, and maybe this is just me being biased because, you know, I love me a good under, it feels like, I don't know, 60% of the time, 65% of the time, when two teams face off, one likes to go fast, one likes to go slow. It seems to me that a majority of the time, the teams that like to go fast, the game ends up being faster, whether that's because, you know, the the team uh, that likes to play fast is able to implement their style, or maybe the slower team just kind of gets caught up in, in playing that way. I'm not necessarily sure. Um, but it seems to me like a majority of the time the game ends up being played faster than than what the numbers would indicate or certainly faster um, than I think what St. Mary's would want to play this game mm-hmm. at. So with that in mind, I also like New Mexico here. I think that this game is going to go a little bit faster, especially early in the season. Everybody's kind of got that um, adrenaline pumping, maybe a little more so than normal. Uh, you you mentioned that big game, biggest game of the night. I mean, this is a really good matchup. I think the players know that. I think they're going to be excited. Uh, I think that's going to lend to going faster, and I think going faster is going to lend itself to giving New Mexico an advantage because I think they're just a little bit more comfortable with with that style of play. Yeah, we're hoping, at least with regards to this one and the in the Idaho one before being on opposite sides of the pace thing, that the travel for Cal State Northridge maybe slows them down a little bit there um, yeah. e- enough that Idaho is playing a comfortable game. Here, it's not like it's an easy travel spot from Albuquerque, New Mexico, out to California. It's not like that's the closest thing in the world either. It's just that the difference... <laughs> so large that even if New Mexico is slowed down a little bit from that travel, it's still way faster than what St. Mary's wants to do. Uh, It is interesting. Of course, St. Mary's does have plenty of experience playing a faster team because it's always a clash of styles when they play Gonzaga. So they do have plenty of experience Mm -hmm. doing that. I think the difference in my mind is as good as St. Mary's has habitually been, it seems like, and I think this team will be no different. There's a clear best player on the court in my mind, and it's not even close. And that's Jalen House for New Mexico. And mm-hmm. I always like any time you have the best player on the court on your side and he's a guard, that's mm-hmm. always like a tight factor there because we know the ball is going to be in his hands if it's yep. a tight contest. He has the experience, the road environment. Obviously, it'll be a great crowd there. 
gives them a shot to win as opposed to, um, you know, when when you don't have the best player, when your best player's off the card, et cetera, like that, it like works out perfectly to back the best player, the guy who's, uh, you know, potentially a top 10 draft pick uh, yep. in the NBA this year. Potentially. We'll see how it goes, obviously, in a lot of basketball to play out. But uh, one of the top players in college basketball, definitely on a watch list for All-American, that type thing. Yeah. Um, yep. Having him on your side for New Mexico uh, is is very helpful. Because, Jared, that's our show for this short and sweet uh, before we have the really long college football study hall, uh, do you have any parting words uh, before we completely change sports? Uh, yeah, ahead. yeah. Like you just mentioned, if this uh, brief fifteen-minute college basketball show wasn't enough, join us over on Dub Club. You get two and a half hours of unfiltered college football analysis. It will be too much college football content that you yes you can if, if that's if that's a thing some of you will say that's yeah. not a thing uh yeah. you are our kind of people if that's the case yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so all right hopefully we'll see you over there otherwise everyone y'all have a great day mm-hmm.